Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. Of all the theological concepts, the one that has most fascinated me, and probably the one that I've given the most study to, is the incarnation of Jesus. The reality that the second person of the triune God, God the Son, came into human flesh. And he didn't just become a human, but he started as a fertilized egg in the womb of his mother. And then he experienced the entire life cycle, from embryo and all the subsequent stages, all the way to death. And then, of course, in his case, resurrection. There's so much significance and meaning within the incarnation, but I want you to focus on this one for today. Listen as I read from Hebrews 4, verses 14 through 16. Therefore, since we have a high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we, pro- we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. Focus on verse 15. Let me read it again. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he did not sin. How was Jesus tempted in all the ways that we are? And how significant is it that he was and that he never sinned like we do? You know, when Jesus began his ministry, his first assignment from the Father was to face temptation by the devil while being in the desert for 40 days. Why would God the Father want his Son to experience temptation? Ultimately, Jesus did not respond to temptation like we do. And he did not sin like we do because there was no sin nature within him like we have. With no sin nature and having never committed sin, he was able to offer himself as the perfect sacrifice without blemish to pay for our sins. But the fact that he did experience temptations, he experienced what it feels like to, for example, wonder if God has abandoned you, Uh, to, to experience what it feels like to see how attractive Satan's enticements can be, to experience the agony of the death of a loved one, to know betrayal, injustice, and more, and and to know how all of that feels personally. Jesus wanted, wanted to identify with the world that he came to save. He wanted to experience the struggles, pains, and trials that we face. He wanted to understand firsthand as Lord and Savior, what it's like to go through the trials and the struggles that we face. Jesus knows. He knows how you feel because he's actually experienced the same feelings. That's why we can have confidence, verse 16 says, to to approach God's throne of grace because it's there that we can receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Our Savior has walked where we've walked, felt what we've felt. He knows. You never have to wait or worry about bringing your deepest struggles to the Father because by his side, interceding for us is the Savior who knows what we're going through and how we feel. 
There's mercy awaiting you. There's grace just for you. Let me pray for you as you start your day. Father, thank you that we do not have a high priest who only knows our struggles theoretically. Rather, he's been here. He's been one of us, and he knows. He's resurrected from the dead. He has passed through the heavens, and he is with you, making intercession for us. May we, in our struggles, turn to the Lord Jesus and with great confidence in his perfect deity and perfect humanity, receive the mercy and the grace that we need, even today, Lord. I pray in the name of our Savior Jesus. Amen.